leaned on our faith quite a bit and, you know, had asked the difficult questions of why God and, um, uh, but that's, but I felt like, you know, in the end, I just, you know, trusted in him and, and everything, you know, turned out okay. Welcome to Behind My Journey, a podcast that is for our community. In today's episode, I sit down with Ryan Walker. Ryan has always had a strong faith foundation, leaning on and trusting God during difficult times in his life. Welcome to this episode of the Behind My Journey podcast. My name is Quinn Eaton, and sitting with me today is Ryan Walker. Ryan, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for asking. Some, sometimes I've, I've mentioned this before. Usually I ask and then they say the, the person says, oh, I'm doing great. And then I'm just like, well, you know, I'm doing pretty good, too. Uh, but nobody ever asked. So I appreciate that, Ryan. Uh, but thanks for taking some time to be on the Behind My Journey podcast. You actually uh, just told me that you had listened to a friend of yours episode right. that I Brett just Shoecraft. read. Big Shoecraft. Shout out. So is that sort of like the model that you're going with? Is right. that why you listen to it? But he set the bar really high. Okay. Encourage everyone. He wants everyone to go by. Go back and listen to his story. It's very I, important to me. I I think that that's not true. I think <laughs> I think he would rather not have anybody listen to it. But of course, the reason why we're sharing these stories and recording this podcast is to get people's stories like Brett's and yourselves out there. So I know that Brett's a little shy whenever it comes to sharing his story and uh, being on the podcast. Really, it's a I don't know. Like you're sitting down and, and doing the podcast right now. I think people are intimidated by doing the podcast, but it's really, I mean, you're in it only for about a minute now, but it's not that bad. It's just like you and I are talking, sitting down on so the So far, it's been great. Right, right. Things things can only go up from here, Ryan, I promise. But uh, we'll go ahead and get started a little bit about yourself. You've been attending the journey for 10 years, uh, since right. 2012, and you've been volunteering for nine years. That's so right. Uh, you kind of jumped right in, it seems like. Maybe, maybe gave it a little bit of time to kind of see if you liked it and get your feet wet, but you, you started volunteering pretty much right off the bat. And you said that it was kind of interesting about how you found out about Journey Church, right? Right. So uh, I grew up with uh, Brittany Stinnett. A lot of people listening probably know her. And we, we grew up together. And I remember we moved to Murray in 2010, and I shortly after reached out to her. We were looking for a church, and I was like, hey, Brittany, you know, we went to similar churches back home. Where do you go? And she said it was someplace on campus. I was like, well, it's not a real church, so I'll just keep yeah. looking. Well, then uh, uh, the church offices, they moved them for a brief t- period of time right next to my office downtown. And so I got to meet the guys. I was like, well, it is a real church. So mm-hmm. we checked it out. And uh, my wife was in physical therapy school at the time in Bellarmine. And so we only saw each other on the weekend. So for the first two or so years we were here, it was hard to find a church because we weren't here that often. And uh, But that was actually about the time she was graduating, and it was just perfect timing. And we started visiting and just immediately felt like it was home. We'd, found, we'd visit a lot of other churches that we liked, but we're like, well, maybe it'll grow on us and, you know, feel like home eventually. But as soon as we started coming to Journey, you know, we felt like that's where we were meant to be. And I reached out to Matt and told him, you know, we were interested in Journey joining, and he said, you know, the best way is just to start volunteering, and, you know, serve somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's why we started serving pretty, pretty quickly with the uh, guests, uh, with like check-in kids check-in. And, uh, that's, uh, uh, we enjoyed that. Got to meet lots of new families that way. That was a great way to, to meet people pretty quickly. Um, and then that was at the Curra center. Then we moved to the CFSB center and, uh, started doing the wagons and actually continued to do the kids check-in and, uh, 
I hope it's still the case. I think I've unfortunately got the record for the only person that's ever dumped a kid in the on wagon. the wagon. So, oh, so any, yeah. So any parents out there, be glad to know that I'm no longer you doing are, the wagons. You are now part of the sweet team. That's right. Uh, we're actually on the same team. We serve together. Uh, for people that maybe are listening that don't go to Journey, or even if they they go to Journey and they're not sure about the suite, mm-hmm. how would you kind of describe what that area is now that you volunteer in? Sure. So it seems to be like the place if you've got any questions, you know, maybe you are a longtime member, but you just want to know more about a certain area of the church. You know, that's the place to go. Obviously, if you're a first time visitor or maybe you've been visiting, but you just want to be known by the church, you're finally ready to take that next step. We have a lot of people that, you know, they've been visiting, but then they they feel like it's it's where you want to be. And you just want to be like, hey, I'm so-and-so, mm-hmm. I've been coming, and I want to learn more. You know, that's the place to be. And, you know, really any other questions that you have, if you want to talk to Matt before or after the service, he'll be in there. Um, and uh, if you want to make the, join a small group, find out when the next uh, time to join a small group is, you know, we'll have all the – Quinn's got all the answers. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'd say all the brochures and the pieces of paper that they can scan have the answers. <laughs> I don't know if I have all the answers whenever I'm volunteering, but I do my best. I do my best. But – uh, speaking of small groups, uh, you're a part of a small group, and that's that's right. a big part of your 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 journey experience, right? So, speak on how important that has been, and then maybe even how long you guys have been a part of a small group. Sure. So, uh, yeah, we've been a part of a couple different small groups at our time in journey, and had great experiences every time. Uh, our current small group, I don't remember. I'd have to think about how old the kids were when we first started, and I'm going to say it's been four years, Mm -hmm. but I may be wrong, but, but it's been great. You know, we've had, you know, people move away and new people join and it's uh, continued to be a, you know, a great part of our lives. We've tried to stay strong through COVID and get together as often as we can. Um, But yeah, we've, uh, you know, consider some of those people, some of my closest friends and, you know, it's, it's been great. We've had, you know, ever people have gone through difficult times, you know, people having new babies. It's just a great, uh, way to experience life with with yeah. people and uh, we're all in the same stages of life with kids and so it's great that we can all lean on each other during and learn from each other an extension of the journey experience a support group that's always there for you uh, sure. it's, a, it's a great thing to get involved with and um, we've talked a lot about your journey experience so far but let's go back a little bit let's see where ryan started <laughs> could you tell everybody that's listening maybe how or when you placed your faith in jesus Sure. So, yeah, I grew up, I've, I've always gone to church. My parents are uh, strong, strong believers, have great faith. And so it was very important to them that me and my brother were always in church. So we were in church Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday nights. And uh, I remember the running joke with me and my brother, you know, in uh, kids' church, uh, they would always like, you know, if you wanted to be, get saved, you know, come to the front. And it seemed like every week we would. If me and me and my brother and another friend, we would always run up to the. So there's no telling how many times I've been <laughs> saved. So, you know, if uh, we're keeping score, I'm probably yeah. I'm probably winning. Wow. Not that that matters, but yeah. uh, but that was always we would always just run up there. I don't know why we did that, but it was we'd always laugh well, about that now. That's interesting though because that's uh, that can be a very intimidating thing uh, right. to some people. So for you to be excited, which I know it sounds like it was kind of a fun mm-hmm. thing that you, you did with your brother yeah. and your friends, but uh, still, that's a that's a big step to be that comfortable because eyes are on you whenever you do things like that. So Right, right. Well, it was just a kid's church, and, you know, I was younger than my brother and my friend, so, you know, I was just tagging along, and I was probably <laughs> six at the time. Who knows? But but I've always been strong, uh, you know, always had a church to, to lean back on and um, great relationships, you know, everywhere. We've uh, 
you know, in, in high school and in middle school had two great youth groups that uh, was a part of and really helped me get through that, those growth years and, and helped me sort of stay on the right track. And, and uh, not that anybody's perfect, but, uh, you know, great, had great relationships there to kind of lead mm-hmm. me and mentor me. And you, you say that you've been saved maybe a record number of times, record, for but, sure. but what point or what moment did you feel like there was that actual connection where it really sure. felt real to you? Yeah, I would say probably in middle school when, you know, things are starting to get tougher as you're, you know, getting older and uh, more mature. And that's probably when, you know, our youth group, that's when I started being a part of that youth group and really started, you know, trying to read my Bible more and pray a lot more and uh, just believe in God to help me, you know, grow in my faith. Mm -hmm. And were there ever any challenges? Because it does seem like even before we started recording the podcast, you feel like you're very grounded in your faith. You appear to be very grounded in your faith. So were there ever any challenges whenever you were a kid? Were there any questions that you had? Or was it just something that you were, you know, extremely confident in? Um, I would say for the most part, I was pretty confident. Um, I've been very blessed throughout my life. Uh, I really didn't have any, uh, like, struggles growing up outside just the normal stuff. But uh, until me and my wife started, you know, having kids, uh, we we struggled to uh, – to have a successful pregnancy there for a few different times. And so that's really when we, um, you know, and that's one thing I, I love the journey for is people just, you know, wrapped their arms around us and really loved on us and helped us get through those times. Um, and now we've got two uh, crazy, wonderful kids. Um, and uh, so very fortunate that, but yeah, during those trying times uh, and unsuccessful pregnancies, um, that's really when we uh, leaned on, leaned on our faith quite a bit and, you know, had asked the difficult questions of why God. And, um, uh, but that's, but I felt like, you know, in the end, I just, you know, trusted in him and, and everything, you know, turned out okay. And I know that those, those times can be very tough. So speak on how important it was to have, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know for sure if it was during a time whenever you were in a small group, but just mm-hmm. the people that were here at Journey Church to be able to support you because that's a, that's a difficult circumstance. Sometimes you don't even want people to know about it. So right. how is it, you know, being able to be open about it and then being greeted with open arms? Sure. Yeah. Well, I guess due to the circumstances of the first one, it was obvious. And, um, and so everybody didn't know about it. Uh, and we, my wife may correct me. I don't think we were in a small group at that point. Um, and, and to be honest, we didn't even want to be around kids at that point. So yeah. I think we did kind of check out, we still had people loving on us, but it just it took us a month, a couple months to want to be back to at a point where we could go back to church and uh, you know for my wife to be able to see happy kids and happy families because it's just it's hard to see that you yep. know and, and uh, but like I said we had a lot of people loving on us and we knew people were praying for us and and uh, but I I do remember that that empty feeling inside of us and you know we'd been married for quite a few years at that point uh, seven ish years or so and, uh, been fine just the two of us. But then all of a sudden, you know, just two of us was kind of a lonely feeling right. and we, you know, we were missing out on something. So, uh, but we, you know, we lean on each other and, and we're support each other and, and the church supported us. So very thankful for that. And in those times where you maybe weren't plugged into the church, maybe you took a little bit of a break just because of the things that you just mm-hmm. described. How did you feel like God was still working in your life? Sure. Well, uh, yeah, and we, you know, we, we weren't maybe here on Sundays, but you know, we still consider ourselves a very big part of Journey, um, and 
and it was you know maybe for two two-ish months or so that we didn't come but uh but we still had people you know we still had people I don't think we were in a small group, but we still had people coming, bringing us food there mm-hmm. early on and just checking in on us all the time. So that was great. Uh, and a lot of people praying for us too. Right. And now, of course, that you're kind of on the other side, um, you've always had a lot of, you've had, you've had strong faith. And now you see like maybe f- with a, with a further down the line point of mm-hmm. view with some hindsight, can you kind of see how things worked out in God's plan or is it a situation where it's like you I mean I'm sure you all would have loved to have kids on your time but then you did end up having kids but it was on God's time on God's plan right yeah that's true and you know whenever something difficult like that happens it's it's normal probably for people to ask you know why God you know was this part of your plan and you know to be honest I don't know if that's really part of God's plan people I think people need to deal with that uh, on their own terms, and and mm-hmm. you know, I may say I may deal with it a tragedy completely different than someone else that had a very similar tragedy. Uh, you know, I came to think of it and came to terms with you know God didn't want that to happen any more than me and my wife did, and right. uh, but but we still believe that you know that and we we're fortunate enough to you know have kids in the end. But you know, I felt like uh, you know. God didn't want it. God didn't want that to happen either. That's the way yeah. I think of it. Some other people may say, you know, it's all God's plan, and right. and they and they may be right, um, but that's just how I've kind of dealt with it. And, and I think uh, I think yeah. that that's accurate too. I yeah. think that that's definitely accurate. And one of the things that I've heard that uh, Matt said in a service, I think probably my first year whenever I was attending Journey, is that it's okay to wonder and still mm-hmm. believe. Right. And I know that that's kind of in the context of like, okay, did some of these stories in the Bible actually happen? But you can actually apply that to a lot of different things with your faith. And so that's kind of always guided me ever since he said that. It's like, mm-hmm. it's okay for me to have questions. It's okay for me to, to even say like, okay, God, I, I don't know why that just happened or why that didn't just happen, but I still have faith that you're going to provide. And so right. it's one of those things where uh, that's part of faith. You have to go through some circumstances and still believe and still know that God's going to take care of you. And so coming through on the other side, what's life like now? Like you're, you've always been strong in your faith, and I think you've been rewarded for that. So how does it feel to be connected with God and to have a family that's connected with God? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, we've got two two young boys that are a lot of fun and bring a lot of joy to our lives. Um, we've got lots of friends throughout the church that really enjoy. Um, and, you know, now uh, I think that those struggles that we went through and God led us through, uh, I think it helps me be a better dad now because I try not to take things for granted. I probably still do at times, but you know, there's definitely still times where I remember, you know what, there's a time in my life where I would have loved to have been a dad. Mm-hmm. I would have loved for there to, to hear the, cr- the crying of a baby. And, um, so just try not to take that for granted whenever, you know, you are going through those difficult times as a parent. Cause you know, there's times where I would have loved to have dealt with a situation like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that's, he's kind of led us to where we are now. I'm very thankful for it. And I know that you were raised in, in church, so how important is it for you and your wife to have your kids involved in church, especially with the children's ministry stuff that the journey provides? Right. Yeah, definitely. I you know, I hope that they have, you know, developed strong relationships with God too and strong faith and um, you know, but I think it's also important for them to see uh age appropriate levels of, you know, 
of struggles as well and mm-hmm. so that how God can lead you through those and that it's not, you know, life isn't just always perfect, that you do need to lean on God at times and, and he'll get you through those times. But I think that's, you know, they have a great kids program here um, and uh, very fortunate for that. Very, yeah, it was definitely something, even though when we joined Journey, we didn't have kids at the time, but that was obviously something we were wanting and a strong children's program was, was important to us. I would be... You know, of course, I'm too old to be in the children's areas now, but I guess I could volunteer in them if I wanted to. But I'm very jealous because whenever I went to church as a kid, it was like it was a little bit more like, okay, here's a here's a here's your Bible. Let's read through these verses. And now it's like it looks like they're having a a heck of a time uh, learning about God in there. So I. I, I don't know. Is that that's okay for me to say, right? I'm jealous of the yeah, kids. You, right. you know, I guess I'm jealous just because they're they're kids, and now I'm an adult moving into you know all the the fun parts of adult life. But uh, great great ministry, like you said, children's ministry here at Journey Church, um, and I'm of course glad that you, you can have your kids in there. Um, and speaking of kind of your faith journey, we can't we can't get through it without kind of talking about some important people that were with you along the way. So. Mm-hmm. Who would you say were some key people that influenced your faith journey? Sure. Well, you know, I mentioned my parents, you know, they were always, it was always important to them that uh, me and my brother were in church and, you know, developing a strong relationship with God. So, you know, I'd have to certainly mention them. Um, had two really good youth pastors uh, in middle school and in high school that helped me, uh, you know, to develop that faith even stronger. Um, and, so that was very important, having a strong relationship, and then all those friends that I had that you know you could rely on, to, uh, uh, you know, just keep you out of trouble and just just positive influences on you. Um, and then you know, lots of football coaches through, throughout the years too, to, just to push me, you know, be good examples, and uh, and to get me get me ready for just life in general as well. Was there ever any uh, kind of integration with football and faith? Because I know that at one point. Uh, in the podcast series, I interviewed Coach Monica Evans, who's an assistant coach for the women's basketball team mm-hmm. at Murray State. And she was talking about how they uh, kind of incorporate faith into practices and messaging and things like that. Was that ever something that happened to you? Just kind of a curious uh-huh. question sure. for me. Um, so, yeah, I remember uh, in college as a freshman, there was a couple upperclassmen that were great leaders and great role models. And uh, they had some, like, they took it upon themselves to be. Uh, to lead a, a Bible study that I was a part of. Um, and to be honest, just from a leadership standpoint, I feel like that's something I probably could have done better when I was an upperclassman in, in high school and in college that uh, I wish I would have, you know, if I, something I could go back, I, I, I wish I would have done a better job of. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's lots of examples where uh, there was a lot of mentors, you know, feeding in on to mm-hmm. me. And then lastly, if someone was considering taking action that you took, so someone that's listening to the audience or someone listening in the audience, maybe they're considering just going to church or maybe they're considering volunteering, whatever it might be, something that spoke to them through your message today, what would you tell them? Well, I would tell them to come see us in the suite. That's right. And, yep. uh, and if ask you, ask Ryan all the no, questions. Look, yeah. Most of us know what we're talking about in the suite. There's a couple. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> Uh, but we know who they are, yeah. don't we, Quinn? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. And uh, no, but in all serious, you know, we just we just really welcome you and want you to find a place. We want to meet you where you are in your faith journey. So if I, you know, I remember hearing Matt multiple times talk. You know, he always says, you know, if you don't believe in God, this message, you know, may or may, you know, he always referenced the fact that there's people in the audience that may not be 
believe that they may not believe in. I was like, why does he say that so much? Like, mm-hmm. surely nobody would come to church if they didn't believe in God. But come working in the suite, and also I've talked to Matt about that, and he's told me, you know, multiple examples, and I've read, you know, he's shown me a couple books that have kind of given me that a better mindset of why he says that, and I've realized it's true. There's yeah. a lot of people that come to church that aren't 100% sure that they believe in God, and that's perfectly fine. Um, and we'll just, whatever the next step is that you want to take, we're here here to show you what the next step is and, and help you along the way. And that's definitely what Journey's here for is to help and to to have anybody that's that wants to be a part of part of this, whether you're a Christian or not. Uh, it's just always a good message. It's always, uh, I think, a beneficial Sunday morning, um, mm-hmm. which I come to the late service, so not early morning, yeah. but a little bit later in the morning. But well, you're young, so that's still yeah. Early I'm, for I'm you. still part of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm still part of that group. But Ryan, thank you so much for taking some time to share your story. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Uh, and thanks for being a part of the Behind My Journey podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Behind My Journey. If you or anyone that you know would like to have your journey featured on this podcast, send us an email at podcast at Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And if this message spoke to you, please help us spread the word and share it with others. Until next time, my name is Quinn Eaton, and this has been Behind My Journey.